Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But first, we'll go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline and bring in John Costco of Pro Football Focus. What's going on, John? How you doing, G. Bush? Good to be back on the show with you. Yeah, man. Long, you know, I, I, I see you from time to time, but, you know, you know, back That's on the wild, airwaves, man. though, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> You know, we got the uh, you know we got this uh, game coming up here. It just seems like we just was talking about the Baltimore Ravens, but we got the Ravens back again. Uh, you know, you know, I was wondering, did you get an opportunity to see Kurt Warner? Uh, Kurt Warner's uh, little video ta- videotape of uh, the Cleveland Browns assessment uh, of what's going on with the offense and, and what happened specifically last time the Browns played the the Ravens in terms of what the offense was not able to do uh, with all the turnovers. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I did watch that. Uh, he only went through the first half, um, which was a mixed bag. And he even said so as much. And but he was basically shifting blame away from Baker Mayfield onto the team. Um, I would say that the, for the lack of points in the first half was everybody was to blame. You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a drop pass, but Baker Mayfield fumbled that ball in, on that screenplay. Um, and he even kind of like brushed it off as like, it happens. It's not a big deal. And it's like, yeah, it is kind of a big deal. That was a pretty <laughs> bad play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you just kind of like dropped a rock. Like, and the screen was open. I mean, we do give Kevin Stefanski a hard time. I mean, Kareem Hunt it, it would would have probably scored or at least got a, a large chunk of yards on that play, but he dropped a rock. It's tough. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, it would have likely would have scored. It would have been a big time difference play for that game. Um, when we look at uh, you know the the, the Ravens and, and the Browns and, and that one of the the bright spots for the team was uh, the defense, right? You know, we, you know we've we've talked at, at nauseum about you know Joe Woods and the defense, but you you can't knock them, right? You got to give credit where credit is due. Um, they got up, they stood up, and, and made uh, some some good plays. Do you think the turnovers were more about Lamar Jackson making errors, or just some some things that the defense did to make some plays to make him uncomfortable? It's a combination of the two. Lamar Jackson played one of the worst games of his NFL career, arguably the worst. Um, but the Browns did things to force those issues. Uh, naturally, if you're you know he's if he's misreading defenses. You know, that's going to be on the quarterback, but when you're rotating coverages, you're bringing in certain types of blitz packages and you're confusing him on looks, that's the way you force him into those interceptions. So um, it was a combination of the two. Lamar did not play well at all, but you, you do have to give credit to this Browns defense, which, you know, through, you know, through this period of time through the season, they've graded as the fifth best uh, defense in the NFL. Um, if we have our like opponent adjustment numbers, they're the second best defense in the NFL. So, they've had their their problems, you know, giving up a bunch of points and, you know, the Chargers and to the Patriots and stuff. But, um, you know, they've played seven, seven or eight games where they've given up 16 or fewer points. So, um, you know, this is, this is a defense that's really kind of clicking on all cylinders right now, and you hope that that continues. And I think they, they did things with, with rotating coverages, those blitz packages that they hadn't really shown 
Um, and then, you know, Jeremiah Wusukoromo coming back was, was a big part for that defense to allow them to do, do things that they, you know, maybe don't normally do in games. Um, there, there's been a, made a lot of, of you know, the offense and, and the three tight end sets and um, different things like that. Um, when you're looking at, uh, you know, the Browns, and I, I thought about this before, you know, do you believe that Baker Mayfield is better suited to throw the football uh, under center than in the shotgun or the pistol formation? I kind of went back and looked at some of the stuff that he did with Lincoln Riley, and, and it just dawned on me that he just never really ever was under center in college. And there's a lot of co- uh, coordinators, and there's a lot of different teams like the Ravens and, and, and Josh Allen and, and the Bills. There's a lot of teams who've, who've really adapted their their playbooks to exactly the strengths that you know their quarterbacks have. Do you believe that you know it may be better suited for uh, you know Kevin Stefanski to put him in some more? Uh, you know, shotgun or pistol plays, or do you believe that he's under center for a specific reason uh, that he sh- still should be taking most of his snaps under center? So throughout his NFL career, Baker Mayfield has actually been a better quarterback under center versus being in the shotgun. Um, now you could argue that he hasn't been able to get developed as a NFL passer from the shotgun. Uh, they don't run. He, he rarely runs. RPOs, which was a big part of the game um, in, you know, at Oklahoma, they, they he basically never runs out of the pistol um, in Cleveland. He's only done it a handful of times throughout his career at Cleveland. So throughout the career, from a grade wise standpoint, he, he has shown at least a better, to be a better quarterback under center. Um, but why wouldn't he be good enough to, to run it out of the shotgun? You know, if you do play action, one of the things that did at Oklahoma was they ran a lot of play action out of the shotgun, they run a lot of misdirection. What you don't get from him in Cleveland is that they're not, they don't run that stuff. He hasn't, they only kind of like dabbled in it a little bit in his, in his sophomore year in the second season. Um, but we know how disjointed that coaching staff was. So I think for Baker Mayfield, it's a, he's just got to play better. Um, but yes, like the things that he did extremely well at, at Oklahoma, they're not, he's not doing it in the NFL. So um, would, would it be wise to sprinkle in the pistol shotgun play action type game with misdirection that like basically kind of like a Mahomes type offense that they, that he would run? Yeah, I would think so. Um, But I think we just need to see better play from him, regardless of you have to be able to, in the NFL, you have to be able to drop back regardless of being under center or shotgun and, find open receivers and hit them. Um, and right now he's not doing that very well. Talking to John Costco, the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, and he's uh, with a pro football focus. Um, when, you, when you're talking about um, not being able to do that, when you, we looked at this game, one of the things that I think a lot of you know fans say, why don't we just run the ball? And uh, I, I guess it's kind of hard to explain. Um, just running the ball kind of doesn't work. Um, there's a lot of guys up at the line of scrimmage. Um, and I, I think sometimes that, you know, people don't understand how difficult it is to run the ball against a stacked liners, a stacked box. When you look at uh, what the Patriots did against the Bills, I don't know if you saw that game on a Monday night. Um, how, yep, absolutely. How, how were they able to be successful in running the football 
uh, against stack line of scrimmages in the Bills, what the Bills were doing, and running it like 20 times in a row or 30 times in a row, whatever the crazy part it was. How were they able to stay successful, but the Browns have been able to be kind of stymied a little bit um, with their running game against stack boxes? You know, so you'd have to wonder. Uh, the question here is, are the Patriots – did, did, were they effective in their run game, right? They had one massive run for that touchdown uh, by Damian Harris, uh, which was, you know, 70-some yards or whatever. And then they, they kind of didn't do much beyond that. So, like, they ran for 222 yards in the game. Um, you know, when you run it 46 times, that's 4.8 yards per carry. So, it's, it wasn't – you take away the one big run, how effective were they, really were they at the run game? And they only scored 14 points in this game. So – Yes, I think you, you can't take away that, that one run, but it's really difficult to run against stacked boxes, as like the Patriots showed, except for one play. And part of the run game that they – the reason why you know, teams do it is they, they enforce their will. That situation, they needed to, run, to be able to run the ball with the, those wins at 40 mile an hour. Like, we know that Mac Jones doesn't have the, the biggest and strongest arm, and, but at Josh Allen does. But Josh Allen wasn't very effective in that game at all because it, the wins – it didn't matter. Like he can cut the ball through the winds, quote unquote, but not accurately. So this game, they, when you stack the box, it is extremely difficult to run on that. And you hope to be able to pop one like they did on, on that big long run. The Browns do that. Nick Chubb, you know, he had the run against the, the Cincinnati Bengals that comes to mind where it was a stack box and they were able to, to, to make the right blocks and, and get sprung loose. But if you can't typically in the NFL, if you can't, beat teams with the pass, they're going to stack that box and make you beat you with the pass because it's demoralizing to a defense to get run over. And if you can't get them to open up and go into two high looks to, so that you can get advantageous situations for the run game, then your run game is going to struggle and you're going to have to hope that your running back makes somebody miss and breaks off a couple of big runs because there's always going to be, and normally, unless you're, unless you're a team like the Baltimore Ravens who has – and you run it with your quarterback, there's always going to be one extra defender to be able to stop the run uh, just because of a numbers advantage. So that is why teams, just, you know, you can't just go, oh, just run the ball, because if you can't, if you can't open it up and, and get those guys out of those, those tight boxes, out of those eight-man boxes, it's going to be really difficult to run the ball. You have to have everybody across the board ex- executing their blocks because one failed block can, can result in a, in a tackle for no gain or a loss or a short gain. Um, you know, let me ask you this question. Last year, we had pretty much the same receiving core uh, that we have right now. Um, and this is the same receiving core after, uh, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. got hurt. Same receiving core, same tight ends. Uh, you know, we have a couple rookies uh, in Demetrius Felton and, and Anthony Schwartz, but they haven't really been involved in, in that passing game. Um, but pretty much same receiving core. Last year when when the team was going and had, had everything moving uh, everybody talked about how this team this offense was spread, due to spread the ball around get it to other guys you know no one receiver was a main target this year after they moved on from Odell Beckham Jr still pretty much the same receiving core uh in the uh same tight end room but now all of a sudden the receivers aren't good can you tell me if the Browns receivers are automatically trash or do we need all new receivers or can you tell me, can you let me know? I don't know. I, I, maybe I, I'm confused about this, but 
all of a sudden it just seems like now the new focus is the receivers. How tough, um, you know, how bad are the receiving core uh, and are they somewhat to blame for the stagnant offense? There's blame to go around for everybody, right? So last year, you wouldn't have said that this receiving core, even the Titans and and everybody involved, were – these were great, right? Nobody's nobody's saying that at all. These are a bunch of role-playing guys that probably played at the peaks of what they were uh, able to show. Um, and also you combine that with Baker Mayfield playing well. So if you, if you have a quarterback that's not playing well, those guys are going to look a lot worse than what they are. So Baker right now is, is going on a stretch of, of three games where he's graded below 50. And, and if anybody knows our grading system, you know, zero to one on a zero to 100 scale, 50 is failing. Um, and you're you're wanting to be into the 70s, 80s, and 90s in terms of grade, and he's he's not even sniffing those numbers right now. You know, part of that could be injuries, but essentially, it's really difficult to separate, you know, the receiver from the quarterback. But if like the quarterback isn't throwing accurate passes, Baker Mayfield this year so far has been the second least inaccurate quarterback. He's missing the second most throws in the NFL just on a ball location standpoint. It's it makes it really difficult for any receiver to you know, A, get yards after the catch when you're, you can't throw accurate passes, but also just generate production. So, yes, the receivers need to be better. You, you look at tape, and there's a lot of situations where nobody's getting open, but when guys are open, Baker Mayfield has to hit those guys. And, beca- you know, maybe because of injuries or, or what have you, he's not hitting those guys. And so when they are open, they're not getting their production. So it's a combination of all of this. But they're, I would say that they're not I – I would say this whole deep offense isn't as bad as what they're showing right now. Um, and blames to go around in everybody. And, and I, essentially when a passing game is failing, you, you put the blame on the quarterback. You know, how, how did they get this thing back on track? You know, some people I've, I've talked about incorporating more um, options with Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb in, in, on the field at the same time. For me, if you're going to look at it like, you know, you don't have a guy, number one guy like Odell Beckham, you don't have some of the guys or some of the explosiveness that the other teams have, I, I just think it's imperative that, you know, substituting these guys and getting them on the field and maybe getting them eight touches or 12 touches is not enough. Like, you know, if you're not going to have a dynamic receiving core and you, you don't really have, you can't count on your tight ends to break big runs, why wouldn't you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt doing something? Uh, do they have to get more creative, or, or how do they open this thing up against Baltimore, especially since Marlon Humphrey's not in this game? Well, I, you know, I feel like I'm going to be a broken record here, but it's essentially Baker Mayfield has to play better. Um, you do have to be more creative, and you have to have, you know, get guys open in, in creative ways, but really when it comes – if you get into a third and long situation, how creative can you really get to get guys open? You have to – you have to win man, man to man um, on the outside or in the slot, and then Baker has to throw it accurately. But you know, it's a thing that get keep you out of a third and long. Yes, you do have to get creative, start throwing it more on early downs, um, more play action because you are the one of the most run heavy teams on early downs. So if you can shift your your, your what you're doing uh, on first downs and second downs to keep yourself out of those those third and long situations, such as you know, like I said, play action pass, maybe start, start sprinkling in the RPO game out of shotgun um, because, you know, that is what, you know, Baker is really familiar with that from, from his college days. And if they can, you know, in, coming out of a bye, incorporate that type of stuff into their, their game plan. Um, they don't run it a ton out of shotgun. If they do, it's, it's usually just like a, a simple inside, you know, zone read uh, play, but they, 
if they can start doing some maybe wide zone out of that power out of out of the shotgun because I think teams when they get in, when when the Browns go into shotgun teams know they're going to be passing the ball. Part of it too, they're not going to be they're not having all their tight ends in this game, so they have to bring into this game a probably a completely different game plan so they can keep you know get these teams off balance and especially the Ravens off balance if they they come in there with a com- almost a different offense from what they ran uh, run so. Um, Baker has to play better, but I think that, you know, you can go and, like you said, you know, talk about the pistol shotgun game, play action, RPO type stuff with misdirection. They can actually do that coming out of the vibe. It could really spark something for this offense, especially Baker Mayfield. And, and you know, he's not as inaccurate as he's shown. This is not, it's not what we've seen from him is not who he is as a quarterback. I know he's playing bad and, and he makes, you know, misses reads and stuff like that, but his, part of this has to be part of his health and, you, he's just not this inaccurate as a quarterback naturally. He's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the NFL when healthy. So maybe this bye week helps him with that. And if he can just start hitting maybe 5% more of his throws, I mean, that, that would be a huge boost to this offense in general. John, appreciate it. Um, we'll talk to you uh, again soon, and we'll, we'll pick up and, and, and definitely uh, go back and look over some of this Ravens stuff. Hopefully they can get a win. Yes, sir. It's always good, glad to be on with you, G. Bush.